as a Christian and as a person that has many Jewish friends and my experiences as a young boy, I have a great love of the Jewish people. But we have to think about what's happening in the world right now. Everyone has the right to retaliate against an attack. But how far should this go? War clouds have gathered, and we are under a lot of pressure to go to war in the Middle East without most people thinking through the ramifications. First, are you willing to go to war with Biden at the helm? Every move by his administration has been designed to weaken our country and military. We, the United States government, has been financing both friends and our enemies for years. A few billion here, a few billion there. The Middle East can be complicated, but it can be quickly unraveled by looking at the terrorist network. The origin of Hamas is not Iran, it is Russia. They recruited online to get started, and their servers were all in Russia. Russia has a long history of supporting terrorists through supplying arms and training. Leonid Brezhnev, as leader of the Soviet Union, said that they could build communism by using Islam. Romanian Lieutenant General Pesepa, the highest-ranking Soviet bloc intelligence officer to defect to the West, tells the story of thousands of Soviet agents infiltrating the Muslim country. He documents how Russia and its surrogates were behind terrorist organizations. For example, the man who took over the leadership of al-Qaeda, al-Zawahiri, was a Russian agent trained in Russia. The Egyptian Brotherhood leadership stated that their origins came from the French Revolution and Karl Marx, not the Koran. In America, former leaders of the communist organizations from the 1960s and 1970s, such as the Black Panthers, segued into becoming Muslim leaders, such as Stokely Carmichael and H. Rapp Brown. Are you beginning to get the point? Muslim terrorism is communist-inspired. Plus, America's track record is not particularly good in the Middle East. We are being pointed in the wrong direction as to whom we should fight. Members of Congress are asking how American weaponry got into Gaza. It's quite simple. It's called Afghanistan, where Biden left billions of dollars of military equipment in a radical Muslim country. In the last two years, they've been shipping it all over the world. War may well be on American soil for the first time since the War of 1812 due to the infiltration of military-aged Chinese and Russians who have illegally entered our country as well as terrorists. According to retired Colonel Douglas McGregor on Tucker Carlson on episode 33 recently, Hezbollah is alive and well in Mexico. Do you honestly think the millions crossing our borders from all over the Muslim world and China are here seeking employment? Think about what they can do in a real shooting war. Demonstrations of anti-Semites across America glorifying murder and torture in Israel gives you a clue of the influence in our cities as a result of communist fronts and the public schools. How many of these groups would participate in disruption and terrorist activities during a war? When we got into World War II, there were no Japanese or German terrorists within our country. What little problem there was was neutralized quickly. 
This time, however, it could be a real problem due to the hatred being stirred up in addition to the terrorists crossing our borders. Strategically speaking, we could find that while we are bogged down in the Middle East, China expands in the Far East. China is gradually taking over the Southeast Asia theater and have formed alliances with such nations as the Solomons. You may recall the strategic importance of these islands and the important role they played in World War II with the Japanese. The battles on Guadalcanal and Bougainville were only two of the more famous battles in the area during the war. My stepfather participated in both. We do not have the capability to fight everywhere at once. We don't even have the arsenal with which to do so since we have already given much of it away to the Ukraine and Israel. We do not even have the capability to keep up with the manufacturing of artillery shells that the Ukrainians use every day, let alone for Israel and ourselves. Even if we did have the supplies to arm and rearm our military, the communist countries already controlled three out of the five major shipping choke points, and the Suez Canal could be blocked with one bomb. In addition, we do not have the military we had just a few short years ago. It's gone woke at the top, and the numbers have been depleted with recruitment way down. Then, of course, we have a controlled media and a swamp in Washington. Are they on the side of a constitutional America? I think not. And they will use a war to clamp down even more on conservatives and legitimate dissent. We already know that there are Iranian agents within the Biden administration, according to recent reports. And that does not count the communists and communist sympathizers in our government. If you look at the moves by this administration, from the depletion of our oil reserves and the shutting down of oil production and pipelines to the open borders, the monies sent to both sides to arm themselves against each other, and so much more, it's obvious that there's a plan to get us into a war. War is always used to control a nation's citizens in the name of the war effort, with increased taxes, shortages, rationing, wage and price controls, curtailment of travel, censorship, government takeover of key industries, and on and on. And you wonder why we're not so keen on doing things which gets us into wars. You might keep these things in mind when discussing current events with people who want to follow a senator like Lindsey Graham who's so eager to get us into war. His solution to everything is war. Finally, I strongly recommend that you access episode 33 of Tucker Carlson.